Welcome to the Making a Runner podcast. I'm your host, Nick, a running specialist, biokineticist, and coach. And I'm your co-host, Davey, aka Davey on the Run. Through our shared knowledge and experience, we unpack the fascinating topic of running. We speak to coaches, athletes, subject matter experts, and everyday enthusiasts to help you improve your running. And ensure that you enjoy every step of the way, wherever the road or trail may take you. This is how runners are made. It's how runners are made, baby. Oh yeah. Nicolia De Davide. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a new one. I've heard of what's that? Brangelina and all of those things. What, what is your Nicolia. guys? What is your guys' couple name? I don't think we have one. What was it we had? We did have the Licks. Oh my god. The Licks. I, know, yeah, I also wasn't Doesn't sold work. on that the one. The Licks. We have Anyways, the Licks in house, It's not guys. about us, guys. It's <laughs> about everyone that's taking on Cape Town Marathon in T in T minus three nights. <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. In T minus four nights time. That was some quick uh, math for you guys. <laughs> Are you excited, Davey? Tell us, are you excited, my boy? You've had one week of running. I'm very excited. I'm actually genuinely excited. I think, how can you not be? Um, just seeing all the buzz on social media and also just seeing, you know, the excitement from Leah. Leah had a, at the end of, a, of her training block yesterday um, and seeing you, Nick, piecing everything together. It's like, it, it actually feels like I'm also along here for the ride, even though I feel like I've cheated because I've just like rocked up at the end and I'm just like, I'm just, here. Just dominating. I'm here. But I genuinely am so excited. I think it's going to be an unreal event. 20,000 runners. Uh, I think this mini series also got me hopped up on, on, you know, what it is to run a marathon, especially one at the highest level. Obviously, this is, is Cape Town Marathon's attempt to become an Abbott World Major. So mm. I think it's just ticking a lot of boxes. It's in Cape Town, the mother city. There's so many people that are going to be there and it's just going to be an absolute vibe. Yeah, I think the vibe on the streets, that's something it's that I be really want to pick up on. And if you aren't participating in the marathon, make sure that you do come down support the runners on the road it means a lot to cape town marathon to have people on the road supporting it's just as important as having runners on the road so make sure that you do come down i look forward to getting as much energy from everyone on the side of the streets i must com comment on that because this weekend we watched the chicago marathon and it was quite insane because on the broadcast for like the first hour and a half of the actual marathon you couldn't hear the commentator the commentary wow. wasn't working so <laughs> all that you could hear was the crowds and there was no point that there was no wooing and cheering and it was just so insane to hear that support on the route so i think that is a huge part of what makes an abbots and abbots so yeah. yeah i think the vibes are going to be vibin but not to trash any other abbot world major marathons i mean for a world record attempt that kept well for a world record run that kipton managed to run coming into that finish line there wasn't that many supporters so you do see the supporters it's something that does matter so i hope to see you guys all out there supporting on the streets there's the peace runs on the saturday and the cape town trail marathons happening on the saturday and then obviously the major events starting at 6 15 a.m uh, on on sunday morning is that what time you're starting? 6.17. So, no, no, no. <laughs> we'll be just after those elites. We'll, 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 6.17? We, we won't make it on the TV, but no. you can also watch it on TV. That's, you ca can you? You can. I saw it's yeah. getting broadcast. But anyways, Davey, tell us your prediction. Oh, for my race. For um, your race. Well, I can tell everybody, um, everyone's prediction around this table because we did it this morning. So I had a look at Nick's watch. I had a look at Leah's 
phone. Uh, uh, shout out to yes. Garmin if anyone wants Kai to sponsor me a, a proper watch that gives you a prediction. <laughs> but um, And then we also took a look at my watch. Nicola, Garmin predicts you're on for a 245, which is which I think is uh, is quite soft. I think a 245 oh, is no. easy. <laughs> I, I think uh, I think Nick, low 240s at least. I think you're going to have an amazing run. Uh, Lee, 353 was your prediction. These are I think predicting that's, I think that's far. also quite soft. I think three. 45 um <laughs> honestly i think that kaizen app is trying to kill, <laughs> kill me <because> you. <laughs> i don't think so i've seen you put in the most amount of effort like i mean you've been so consistent i will say i have definitely put in the efforts and i've got so much room to improve my one and only other marathon was cape town marathon we said so at the beginning of the series and i mean that was a four hour 58 so i think 358 is a big jump yeah, actually that's huge. it's okay. a huge jump <laughs> I think it's really overestimating my abilities. But besides that, also just remembering the why I'm showing up on the yeah. day. Do I want to go and hack at a time? No, I want to go and I want to enjoy Cape Town Marathon for exactly what it is. I'm still very much a marathon novice, I consider myself. I mean, having only done one other marathon, I think I've got lots of room to learn. And yeah, I think this week is a little bit scary for everybody. You know, that the dreaded taper and maybe you are getting a bit fuzzy on... Uh, what you're showing up for and it gets stressful but yeah I think if you can remember why you started training in the first place I definitely did not start training for 353 but hey if the day is the day I I, I stand to eat a, a slice of delicious humble pie <laughs> and and to speak about the week leading up I think it's important to mention that on the Saturday we are going to be in the mother city having a shakeout run starting at 8 30 a.m we're going to be partnering with the burn studios team so make sure that you do come and join us at Mooley Point Lighthouse we're going to be starting off there from 8 30 it's just going to be a 20 minute little leg loosener and everybody's welcome we're going to hang around for a little coffee afterwards so make sure that you come and get to meet us if you'd like to and also on that note after cape town marathon there's going to be a bit of a production break uh, from the team um, nick and leah are going to be uh, taking a much a w very very well deserved one short, week rest one one <laughs> week rest uh, leah being our producer won't be putting out anything next week but what's very exciting is that just after next week the following week we have a super super uh, awesome guest that we're actually about to record with nick tell us a bit about our next guest we're going to be chatting to carla molinara guys so especially if you're from the cape or anywhere really you would know of carla so we're very excited to chat to her and bring to you the conversation but guys we are not here to talk about what's upcoming we are here to talk about our next guest and who we're going to have on the podcast today davy we are going to have none other than adidas captain jody taylor yeah, it was a fantastic conversation. We honestly learned so much about what Adidas have, have brought to the, to the running community in this country and all around the world. It really is something that's fantastic. We, we speak about so many different elements. We speak about the Cape Town Marathon in depth. We speak about planning for your race and how to go and have the absolute best day, whether you're a newbie or you are going for a PB or like Davey, you were injured and hopeful and going to be taking up in that start. <laughs> injured and hopeful but guys Jody is just a really awesome guy he has a a huge passion for the running community um, they are doing some really good work for the running community and obviously Adidas being headline sponsors it was great to talk to him and get a bit of insight into into that finer detail but uh, it is an awesome awesome podcast 
So guys, um, without any further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Jodes, thank you so much for being with us here today. We're very excited to chat to you, man. No, thank you, guys. And I think I said to you earlier, is, uh, you've had some quality runners walk through these doors, so I don't know what you wanted to, to chat to an <laughs> average Joe about, but uh, yeah. <laughs> guys, you, guys, I think Jody is uh, underselling it there. Yes. Jody, Jody is known as Mr. Adidas. <laughs> Jody is, uh, is actually on a few posters all around the world with his face on it, just, uh, <laughs> just Jody Taylor up, <laughs> up there. But um, yeah, we're actually very, very psyched to have you on at our Santa Nick. It's, it's long overdue. And uh, we're really excited to find out more about who you are, how you got involved in Adidas, and then also speak about, obviously, the Sunlam Cape Town Marathon, which, which Adidas is one of the headline sponsors for. So, yeah, Jody, um, tell us a bit about yourself. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Monday to Friday, I'm a, I'm a husband, so I'm a, a new father. So, it's, uh, I think that's more of a challenge than my nine to five. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been an interesting journey for me, um, coming from predominantly a, a rugby background, 100 kg fat kid at school. And going into the sprinting scene, so the shorter distance was always my passion and, and something that I, I enjoyed and ran provincially. And then to get into this longer distance running, it, if you had to ask me five years ago, if I, no, longer than that, 15 years ago, I would have said, yeah, not going to happen. And running around the block was hard work. So to be able to, to run the distances now, it's um, definitely something that I've enjoyed and, and met a lot of people on the way. And I think that for me, it's it's gone from being a passion into a full-time job. And I think, um, yeah, living the dream, as some would say. You see, uh, th the reason why we brought you on is exactly that. It's the relativity <laughs> factor, man. You can speak to it all. Yeah, yeah, and I think, I mean, there's been ups and downs on the way. And, and I think no one's journey is sort of perfect or, or the dream. And, and I think it's, yeah, the small things that have happened in between, like I said, the people that I've met on the way, um, the scenarios, the places I've visited, the people I've met, that's made the journey um, what it is. And, and I don't think this journey's even started, so I'm looking forward to see what's, what's still to come. That's really fantastic, man. So tell us, how did you get involved with Adidas in the first place? So yeah, I mean, if you had have asked anyone a couple of years ago, my favorite brand, I mean, they would tell you for me. And I've always been passionate about Adidas and, and Adidas runners. And Adidas Runners is a global community and it's been going for seven or eight years now globally and we were fortunate enough here in Durban, it was the 19th of June 2019, so um, <laughs> the exact dates I can remember. And sure, what, sorry, uh, the week, quickly, what's the week your, after comrades. What's your, uh, what's your wife's birthday? <laughs> it's a week uh, after yeah, mine, okay. so uh, 22nd of May. So, uh, <laughs> there you go. No, and it exactly was. It was week after Comrades and it was something that came up and um, had a chat to the guys from Adidas and they were like, would you like to start this uh, or be involved in Adidas Runners? And I was like, it's a week after Comrades. No, thank you. And <laughs> I'm not interested. Priorities. And one thing led to another and um, went through an interview process. Didn't actually get the role as a, as a booster at the time or, or part of the team. And I was, yeah, pretty bleak. And it was literally a day later. They phoned me back to say, well, this position's open up. Would you like to be part of Adidas Runners and, and be one of the wow. leaders? Absolutely. Um, and to cut a long story short, um, the captain at the time, um, so there was three of us that sort of led Adidas Runners in Durban. And for us to have 10 runners at, at our community runs, you know, we were ecstatic. We're like, wow, we've got a massive turnout today. We've got 10 runners coming. And that was including the three of us. And yeah, then things changed and, and he stepped aside and, and the role to, to become captain opened up and they asked me if I would like to. And yeah, I grabbed it with open arms. Um, 
Oh man. Four years later, and on average, we get between 120 and 150 uh, people at our runs and, and a community that's grown across um, South Africa as well. I mean, that's pretty unbelievable. I mean, you know, it's, it's, we were actually just chatting um, off air before this. We were talking about, you know, especially in Durban KZN, how difficult it is to, you know, get people together and come running. And, you know, I think, like you also said, everybody feels like they're part of different groups. But, um, what what would you what would you say makes people want to come down and join you know your Adidas um, Adidas crew? Um, what are you guys offering? And just give us a bit of insight into you know what what makes it you know a special uh, group of runners. Oh, I think there's a lot of communities out there, and, and the difference between like us and a running club. So we're not an official running club, and I think one thing that we don't want to become an official running club because there's so many clubs out there. Um, we don't want to then become that club that takes people away um, I mean clubs in South Africa I think some of the smaller running clubs are struggling to, to stay um, afloat and for us we don't want to then be that club that takes other runners away and then the clubs you know disintegrate so we're a community where we've got lots of different um, club runners that then come and join our runs so as our community run we host runs three four times a week um, where one is specifically just focused for women, women-only runs. So that's quite a big wow. element of, of what we do. And I know that you guys had it uh, in last month's series. Yes, with the August series. But yeah. And, and, and that, for me, it's, it's a great space to have women-only. Um, but the community runs, so we've got people from all walks of life. We run, like I said, three times a week, um, with that fourth run being for the ladies. And it's not about how fast you run, how slow you run. It's one of the sort of mottos that we live by, that every pace has a place. Um, because it's the first thing, when, when runners look at each other, they want to go to a, a running club and they arrive at the club and the first thing that somebody says to them is, how fast do you run? And people are intimidated. It is the biggest challenge. I mean, my wife also got into running this year and she did the Startliners pro. no, last year, sorry. She did the Startliners program and, you know, we, we've often talked about that um, that phase afterwards and I've tried it. I've, I told her, well, why don't you join Dolphins or do this or do that? Or Adidas Runners. Or Adidas. But it's the intimidation factor. I mean, yeah. do you guys experience that? Do you think that's a real thing? Um, I think if I put myself in my shoes five years ago when I was also getting into running, I think I was also intimidated. But runners, mm. you know, we're a friendly bunch of people. I, 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 think, it, it, I think it is intimate. It's the most intimidating thing to not be a runner and see these guys doing their thing and then thinking, I mean, I can't even run 200 meters, let alone a 5K. And, you know, most of these runs we do, Maybe we're the problem. <laughs> no, Maybe we we're the problem running three and a half minutes around and just going at it. And we people are. are like, no. But <laughs> one day when I'm busy. But it is daunting, you know. Like even like my wife was chatting to me today. She wants to take up swimming after this marathon block. And she was like, I'm so overwhelmed to go and join someone who can teach me how to swim. I have no idea how to swim. Yeah. At least I know how to run. And I'm like, but that's exactly how people who don't know how to run feel about joining a running club. How do you overcome that? And I think it's a fear of failure. People don't want to fail at what sure. they're doing. Yeah. And, and, and that's what we've provided at Adidas Runners. When people arrive, um, it's, yeah, it's not a question that I even ask people. I, I get to know their name. I don't know what they do as a day job. I don't know what their religious background is, where they live. Um, you know, for me, that's not important. Getting to know the person as an individual and, and getting to know them as a runner is important. And what we've created at Adidas Runners is that they come, they've got a route set out for them. They've got the training programs. They've got the nutritional advice. They've got the coaches to help. And on any given run, we've got different pace groups. Um, so we will have what we call our crew runners where the guys will actually lead a pace. And at the beginning of our runs, we explain the different paces so people can then choose what pace they want to run in. 
this vice has is, is been a, a big success because uh, we, we've seen people then go, all right, I've run at a, a six-minute K today. You know, in two months' time, I want to be running in the five-minute K group. And, you know, we did also have the, what we call is our rookie rockets and our, our couch to 10. For, there's for a lot of, there's a lot of uh, trademark pending stuff that I'm hearing. <laughs> every, the, one, the one was every pace has a place, <laughs> trademark pending. I love that. Done. And then now this one is the, the rookie, rookie rockets. Rookie the rockets. rookie rockets, like that. Trending. Just a different version yeah. of couch to 10. Everyone's like, but I enjoyed the couch. And but yeah. you need that. I think every running club, if you're not doing that, should have that because that's the easiest way to yeah. allow outsiders of the community that are looking in and are interested to actually take part. And you you got to make it available and you got to make it non-intimidating. I think that's the biggest challenge. And that's what I want to ask you. You know, you've been involved with them for so long, since 2019 now. Um, what does it take to lead a community? Because at the same time, sure, being a part of the club is completely different to someone that is highly involved in the club and there's a lot of personal sacrifice involved with that how do you go about it with your own training goals i mean this year you ran a comrade silver last year you ran cape Town. did you do three marathons in like three weeks yeah three marathons yeah. in five weeks so yeah that was all last year and then comrades this year the, yeah what's this your year? excuse this and last year what's me i broke a collarbone get out of here <laughs> <laughs> well you'll see on the start line in cape town but but no nick it's it, it's not easy and, and I think for me, it's, it's something that I look at it, it's a passion. And as soon as that passion dies or that fire is, is put out, then I would definitely step aside. And for me, Adidas Runners is definitely a passion and it's, it's, a, it, it's an extended family. And I think, um, yeah, I mean, there's times where <laughs> the community members will reach out at 10, 11 o'clock at night and uh, <laughs> my daughter's waking up or I'm, you know, I'm having to put on uh, stuff and send social media stuff. Dave, you know all about it, but it's, it, for me, it's like I said, it's an extended family and, and the way that the community's grown um, through the crew runners that have helped grow, but also the community that have come together. I mean, we've seen relationships being built. We've People have not married yet, but I think there could be some <laughs> wedding bills. Uh, we've seen uh, some kids being made and it, it's just, you know, people have become really, really friendly. And, and what they've said is that if it wasn't for what's been created or the people that they run with, you know, their running journeys wouldn't have continued. And going back to like the Rookie Rockets is we had that earlier this year is Couch to 10. And we've seen people then come from that and are running their first Cape Town Marathon this year. Yeah. And we've provided that platform where once they get to the end of the Couch to 10, where to from there? And there's some fantastic Couch to 10s and beginner programs out there. And Durban are, are very fortunate that a lot of runners have got that platform. But I think we've then created the space for them to yeah. continue that journey, to run a half yeah, marathon, is, to that, run a marathon. That's the hardest part, you know, being involved at our club. You can put that program together. You can put all the stops out for 10 weeks, but how do you still make that person feel able to cling on to those guys that have been running for two, three, four years? You need community leaders within that community that are willing to sacrifice that time, and I think that's key. And, I mean, to to speak about the community, we're talking about the, the, the Adidas runners in Durban. It is a... South African community in the sense that they are the hotspot for the runners? Where, where are those places? So in South Africa, we've got one in Durban, one in Cape Town, and then one in Joburg. Um, and globally, we've got 76 different communities around sure. the world. So it's gone from, yeah, a small, simple idea to, to something that's been impactful. And we've seen, and like I said, it's more than just running. It's a community that, that's focusing on sustainability. It's focusing on women. Yeah. Um, but obviously with the end goal being making runners better or just making the, you a better runner than you were the day before. But, and, now, and now talk to me about so something else that we discussed off air. Obviously, you know, okay, Adidas Runners Club, you know, and then you get, you know, ASICs and then you get Nike and then you get Dolphin Coast Striders. And, and like, we, like we mentioned, everybody feels like they are 
part of a different group and then maybe can't intertwine or mingle. And I do think that's one of the big problems that we have is that especially when it's a branded running club you I know maybe maybe people feel like like you said I don't run an Adidas so I can't come to the Adidas runners club but then uh, last weekend you hosted the event where where you mentioned you know everybody's welcome and doesn't matter if you run an Adidas Nike Asics you guys just want to see people sharing the love for running and coming together and is that something that you guys see yourself working more on so bringing people you know together as just like one big running community regardless of their regardless brand of, of the brand I mean, absolutely and, and and i think that's one thing and uh, i mean disclaimer everyone that runs with us is not running in adidas is not wearing adidas head to toe and um, it's not something that we then focus on um for me the biggest thing or for us the biggest focus is to bring running communities together I feel, and, and we discussed it, is that there's, there's quite a stigma that we can't run with each other, and, and I don't understand why, because running is, it's the most natural thing we can do, and <laughs> we're all trying to get it's an true. end goal. Yes, we want to beat Davy and Nick at the races, but... So the first rule of Fight Club is don't talk about Fight Club, that's it. <laughs> yeah, and, and look, we'll fight maybe on the route, but it's, it's not something that we should shy against, and I think communities should come together. I mean, different communities out there, or running clubs run on different days, they've got different ideas, they've got different training programs, they've got different people that they run with and I think if runners are integrating with different communities or clubs and, and running with different types of people you bettering yourself I mean if I'm running at Adidas Runners but then I run um, with Dolphin Coast and and then I run with potentially um, front runners or then I'm running with the Chiefs you know my running club you're running with different people and you're always pushing your, your boundaries and I, I, I love the concept of you know I, I think it's also, also very much largely the the leaders of those of those clubs you know because everybody looks up to you know the Jody or the Michael Baker of the of Bakery and, and we all sort of we, we we follow the direction but but just like you guys are doing if 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 all the leaders or the team captains or whatever and like they're doing Cape Town you know come together and join the clubs because at the end of the day we all just want to run we all love running um and I just think there's, you know, there's so many uh, opportunities for us to all, you know, get together, together and run together and do something like that. And and that's it. I think it's, you know, looking at at what you said earlier, just about um, Adidas and do you have to run an Adidas and and no and and that's what you know. I would encourage people to just come and try it. There's and going back to your trademark um, <laughs> that you're going to steal. Every pace has a place, and that's exactly what it is. So. I'm not the fastest runner at Adidas Runners, um, not the slowest either, but I think just coming together and, and like we've said, having the communities together is just, you're bridging that gap and I think that's actually what it's called in Cape Town, um, where the mm. communities do come together. You saw it at Two Oceans earlier this yes. year when all the communities ah, came together. It's called a to community, tra but it's community also, track club. Yes. Yeah. I think many people just don't know the influence that they're having on people around yes. them all of the time, regardless of how they're doing and what they're doing. As long as we're all putting our best foot forward and trying to strive for our goals, I think that matters in, in those communities to to you know you hold people accountable to achieve what they want to achieve with their running. Um, but I I mean, to not name drop some more, but Adidas are doing great things in terms of the Cape Town Marathon, you know, the Sunland uh -huh. Cape Town Marathon. Um, they are the headline sponsor. And, you know, they've been putting out all the stops yeah, when it I, comes I, to I, the marathon. I heard, a, I heard a rumor that if you run in a pair of Adidas, you get a 2,000 Rand voucher. So we're going to go through our whole <laughs> shoe wardrobe here well, it's Adidas not a, now. It's not a rumor, it's true. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, to, to have that backing and to have... Um, 
you know, Adidas putting that out is, is incredible. And I know already people have contacted me and going, is it true? And if you haven't seen the social media post and if you haven't seen the fine print already, then you're not prepared for the race. But um, yeah, I mean, absolutely. And I think it's just one way of Adidas to back Cape Town Marathon as, as becoming the first um, African major. And that in itself, it, it just shows the type of support for the, the marathon. And I think we can all be proud and, and all look forward to Cape Town Marathon. Um, I think it's more than just a Cape Town thing. I think it's a South African marathon. Um, and Two Oceans is great, but if you just look at it, a marathon is more achievable than, than some people would in ultra. 20,000 20, marathon runners. Oh, say. That is going to be it's insane. It's that world standard, you know. Yeah. Like people that don't know Two Oceans and don't know the route, and like they'll just think 56K, so what? But Too marathon far. is marathon, you know. And if you are naming yourself up there with the likes of Berlin, New York, London, you know, those are incredible marathons that have 40,000 plus runners. And, you know, Cape Town is, has done a fantastic job this year. I think I, I must take my hat off to the work that they've done and it's been progressively getting better every year right but it, that wouldn't happen with the alliance of a world-leading brand like adidas yeah and i think you know in, in south africa they've they've learned from the best the bostons uh, the berlins you know where they've got really really good support and like i said i think as, as south africans we've all got to be proud and and excited about Cape Town marathon and if it does become the first um african major you know it's, it's huge for not only south africa but africa yeah. and you know, it's a beautiful place to run. Although in Durban, we, we always give Cape Townians a hard time and say, if you take the mountain out of Cape Town, you know, they don't even have a good rugby team. But it's, it's <laughs> I've never heard that one. This I've is never heard an that unbiased one. opinion. Yeah, yeah, this is just a jealous Durban boy because he loves Cape Town. But no, and it's a beautiful place to run. And I think besides the last couple of weeks of the weather they've had, it's, it's the weather's always good. It's fairly cool. And you, you're able to run in places that you wouldn't necessarily run along the Cape Town Marathon route. And I want to ask now, obviously we brought up the 2K. So if you start with an Adidas running shoe and you end off with an Adidas running shoe and you run the marathon, I think that I've heard somewhere that they're going to have AI recognition for I was just actually to try to figure ask. out if people are going to swap out or not. But before we get to that, I want to say for you, your favorite running shoe from Adidas that you would go and run that marathon in at this stage. And this is not advice that people must take because obviously everyone's individual, but for you in particular. Oh, if I could get my hands on the new uh, Evo, <laughs> I, I definitely would. But no, I think there's so much, um, so many different shoes on the market. And, and to go back to your earlier question, it, it, it's also an honesty thing. Um, we're not going to have 20,000 drones um, along the route, <laughs> making sure people don't swap. And, and I think you're going to have dishonest people out there, but yeah, for us, it's just an honesty thing. And, and to have, even if it's 10,000 pairs of shoes on feet crossing a finish line, I, I think is great for the brand. But they've also built up a, a reputation that it's a brand that people want to choose um, and that people are comfortable with it. Um, my shoe for, for race day, um, it's been a toss-up between the Pro 3s and uh, the new Primex Strung 2. Yes, it's illegal, but I'm not an elite, so it's not illegal. Um, oh, there's a loophole, baby. Uh, <laughs> baby Just got a fine. You know, I found out that your Super Blast yeah, is no, for only for well. Iron Man. Whoa. Only for Iron Man. Oh, okay? that's close. Eh? So every Iron brand Man. has an illegal shoe, right? But you know what gets me is the Super Blast doesn't even have a carbon plate in it. So I, I, it's just I, a stack, boy. I, it's just a stack. Nick, what that's shoe are you going to be wearing for Cape Town Marathon? I'm going to be running in the Vaporflies uh, Kipchoge. So you won't things. be getting a 2,000 I, won't. I thought about it. Unless, so that's, that's how unless, strong that advertising is, man. Unless, well, that's why he's yeah. asking, you're asking the questions. Yeah. There's no drones. You can uh, do it. 
I don't know. Do what size shoe are you guys? Maybe we can help you out. <laughs> I don't know. Dave and Nick, yeah, <laughs> let's have a chat. I need all the time. But okay, so Cape Town needed the entries. They got the entries. They, they've got the sponsorships. They've got the backing of the public. But another big element that Cape Town needs is support. And I know that they're doing a lot to try to get clubs down there supporting. What are Adidas runners doing for that support? So we're going to have a cheer point. Um, it's on the 25K mark. Um, definitely lots and lots of support needed and and. Definitely lots of support going to be on the route. Um, it's going to be very loud at the race expo. And, and we do encourage people, if they're wanting to sign up for Adidas Runners as a, as a community club, um, to pop down. It's going to be in the um, Adidas apparel section. It's yeah the best place you want to visit at the expo. <laughs> so make sure you've got some time to have a look through there. But you can have a chat to the people at, uh, at the stand. We'll have an Adidas Runners um, section there. You can make banners and posters for your runners, um, mom, dad, kids, husbands, wives that are running. Very so we'll cool. have a facility where you guys can make your own banners. And then along the route, we'll definitely have a lot of support and, and have um, yeah, the blue cops to, at the end um, cheering everyone home. That's fantastic, man. So now that you've mentioned that the route... <laughs> All right, so I think we can get into a little bit of the nitty-gritty of Cape Town Marathon since this episode comes out on the Wednesday before Cape Town Marathon. So you will have, what, three... No, Four nights sleeps before the marathon. Sleepless nights. Sleepless mm -hmm. nights. Hopefully you got some some sleep in those nights. Um, but I want to ask you, Jodes, what are what are sort of your top tips for people listening to this right now, in, in the awakening of of this coming marathon? Yeah, I think it's a route, and um, it's a route not to take lightly. Um, it is a fast route, faster route, um, but I don't think it's a route where where people can undermine. I think people plan and train so hard to go to Cape Town Marathon and sometimes unrealistically set goals. I think based on the training that you've done and, and a lot of runners that have come out of comrades, you know, to, to relook at where they are um, and, and what training they've put into to plan to run realistically because without a realistic goal, if things go wrong on the route, it, it can go horribly wrong. And for me, I always say to people, don't have a plan A and a plan B because it's so easy to give up on your plan A. Rather have a realistic plan A and, and actually execute it. Um, so the route, yeah, I mean, 42Ks is, is not um, short and everyone knows when you get to that 35 or 37K mark, it, it's hurting and you're so, hating life. So, so talking about that, wh why did Adidas decide to put their cheer zone at 25 and not the... So we'll have two cheer zones. Okay. <laughs> There's an uh, Adidas runners one at 25 and then there'll be an Adidas cheer zone at uh, 35, 37Ks. Oh, that's, the the that's, yeah. that's the part. At 25Ks, no problem. <laughs> no, yeah, you'll get good vibes there. But if you want some real, <laughs> real support, that's that's the thirty-seven k mark. And often, I mean, you get to twenty-five k's, and um, sometimes your your marathon has gone wrong, you know. And and I yeah. think just getting that second chance early on in in the second half of the race is sometimes the the push you need. So okay. you know what's been interesting about this, and, I, and we can ask I can ask some more specific questions. But we have been releasing polls on this Cape Town Marathon series as we've gone along. And the first poll that we released, we were sort of asking people, "Are you running your first?" marathon are you going for a pb or are you injured and hopeful like our friend davy here and funny enough davy there was 10 percent of people that were injured and hopeful like you but yes, it was but what type of injury is it a broken <laughs> bone <laughs> well you got that bone stimulator to sort you right out bro but well, you're lucky you're not the, in the wheelchair race. 
<laughs> the split was quite even between people doing their first run and people going for their PB, 45, 46, 44, thereabouts, percent-wise. So for people going for their first marathon, I think there's advice to be that needs to be given as well in relation to what Davey is asking, those those dirty 30s that, you know, come about and it's... Dirty 30. <laughs> trademark. Trademark well, pending. Other one. <laughs> what, what, what would be your pieces of advice when it comes to that marathon in particular and any marathon running when you are going out there for your first marathon? I think just enjoy it. Um, we said it earlier, Cape Town's beautiful. You get to run in beautiful parts of the world. And I was fortunate enough to run with one of our Adidas runners um, members last year who was running his first marathon. And again, they get so nervous leading up to the first marathon. We've all been there. And, and like I said, 42Ks can be daunting. And you haven't slept in a couple of days or you're so nervous. But I think, yeah, just getting to the start early, just again, that realistic time goal, um, just settling down and you're there to enjoy it. Your first marathon mm. um, is something that you need to enjoy. You're not making a living out of it. You know, don't put too much pressure on yourself. Um, take in the vibes, take in the atmosphere um, and, and just put one foot in front of the other. Um, yeah, and, and just finish strong. It's a huge <coughs> achievement. <coughs> Nick, do you remember your first marathon? Fondly, Davey. It was, Tell it me was, about it. It was Paris Marathon. I remember uh, it fondly. Yeah. I got fortunate by doing a, a beautiful race in a beautiful city, but Cape Town's no different. And uh, uh, it was it's a memory that I'll never forget. I think you all remember yeah, your first marathon and Good yeah, just took took it easy took it gentle and you know you finish if you finish strong in any race you're going to feel motivated to go back and, and enjoy yeah. some more if you if you break yourself i have the feeling that davy broke himself on his first marathon <laughs> no i didn't i i you know my first marathon wasn't as exciting as a paris marathon mine was <laughs> mine was the capital city peter hey, maritzburg maritzburg marathon that's yeah and I, I actually remember the night before like you guys are saying, like, I was so excited. I felt like a kid before Christmas. And there was like a thunderstorm the night before. And I was having these dreams. I was like, oh my God, it's going to get cancelled. And that that would have literally been the end of the world for me. Like, you know, because this was my first marathon. I was finally finally running 42Ks. Yeah. And it is like, you only get to run, just like you only get to run your comrades the first time. You get to debut your comrades to Oceans. But there's something special about someone, you know, finally ticking off that 42 kilometer box oh, it's a huge and it's a man. stepping stone to oh. to other journeys so i'm jealous of anybody that is actually line, lining up for cape town marathon as their first especially this year because it's going to be absolutely incredible for sure i think marathons in general are special your first marathon just go out there as you say Joe, it's enjoy every single moment of it and just know that you are a really special, specific part of the population that has ever had the opportunity to run a marathon and finish a marathon. And I think to have the ability, you know, not everyone's got the ability to run, let alone run a marathon. Mm. And um, a lot of people, are, and, and I've often given the advice that sometimes that jump from 16 to 21, um, I found a lot harder than 21 to 42 because you've trained and you, you've got the ability to run a marathon. Um, but to go out there and enjoy Cape Town, it, it's it's beautiful. It's scenic. Um, I'm a bit jealous that I don't live there. And uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we we can't <laughs> tell. Don't worry. <laughs> taking the sounds, taking the environments. You know, help the people next to you. Um, just enjoy it. And yeah, we've got um, quite a big crew of um, Adidas runners. Durban going down, and there's some from Joburg as well. And a large part of that, um, they were part of the Rookie Rockets earlier this year. So. 
six months ago they couldn't run 5Ks without walking yeah, that's or epic. couldn't run 5Ks and, and now, you know, six months later they're running their first marathon. Yeah, I think it's important to mention at this stage that, you know, being in South Africa and we mentioned it a few times in the show, like obviously your ultras in this country rule everything, they're the king and I think <laughs> we don't place enough importance on marathons. That's, that's why we watch the international marathons. That's why there is the support that there is internationally for marathons and if you're out there running your first marathon, just give yourself a massive pat on the back. Um, I want to just running off of that. You obviously ran your, your PB comrades this year. You got your silver on your 10th comrades. Um, what, what? Sorry. <laughs> I think I've got it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah. I'm impressed you got that right. Hold uh, well on. That, that took 60 episodes. <laughs> um, but what does it take to run a PB at Cape Town? A good coach and good set of legs and definitely the right shoes. Make sure they're three stripes. And <laughs> I'm joking. Um, again, I mean, I think by the time this um, this is aired, it's, it's a little bit too late in terms of the training. Um, but I think just be confident in the training that you've done and, you know, stand on that start line, back your abilities, and be able to, to also block out all those negative thoughts it's uh, it's going to get hard and there's going to be patches where you hate every minute of it but also just remember why you started and, and sort of what your end goal is and just remember that disappointment that if you don't achieve your goal how you'll feel and um, but in saying that that if you don't achieve your goal it's it's also not the end of the world i've also got something that i want to you know touch on quickly which i think maybe is you know something that a lot of people haven't uh, realized or actually taken in Twenty thousand runners Okay, that's comrades standard, right? 20,000 yeah. runners. So, Jody, do you have any advice for somebody who's now maybe, you know, starting in B batch or C batch, going for a, a, a PB marathon? But now, obviously, well, first of all, actually, a question to ask is is it match to mat? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, Except so. for the elites. Except for the elites. But match. obviously, there's going to be a lot more people than I think all of us are used to. Especially if you're starting in the in the lower in the in the lower batches, so do you think maybe just um, to anybody listening to this that's in C batch or D batch, you know, just expect a bit of you know um, backlog as you go through. I mean, I, I think yeah, that I is something that we should mention. I think they'll be fine if you look at a mm. two minute gaps between the batches is more than enough time. Um, the start is always fast, probably your faster splits of the marathon, unless you're sprinting into a cutoff. But that beginning part. Uh, the road is really wide. Um, it's always fast. People get off the start line pretty fast. Two-minute gaps, I don't think you're going to bottleneck anywhere. Um, I mean, we've seen it on, on international marathons. You look at Berlin uh, a couple of weeks back, there was 47,000, and there's no bottlenecks there. Um, don't panic. The, the time that you lose at the start, you'll make, um, you'll make up on the run. Don't, don't do what I did. And trip and fall in the first 500 meters but no. and break a collarbone. <laughs> no, definitely don't do that. But I, I experienced that in 2021. I did go to Cape Town and I was in one of the last batches. I was literally like an S or R. All my mates were in A batch. I was also, I snuck yeah. into A. Maybe <laughs> snuck into A. I yeah. mean, sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> faces, I did not do that. <laughs> and uh, I started at the back, but I can tell you what, I had the best day. I ran my personal best and I must have overtaken 7,000 people on that day. It just, it, you use that energy to go past people so if you are unfortunate enough to be in a lower batch you probably can't do much about it or maybe you can do something about it at the expo but if you can't do anything about it that's what you've been handed down with just go out and, and smash yeah, your day because i don't think it's going to be an issue at all 
to be honest, and, and those batches, um, I don't want to say at the back because it, it sort of um, gives yeah. them less credit than they deserve, but the batches later on in the day um, actually having more fun than the elites or the A or B or C batches. And I think that's what's so much to look forward to for them is that the vibe is better. Everyone's more energetic. People are singing, they're shouting, they're videoing. They will probably be videoing an A batch anyway. But, <laughs> you know, it's just I think the atmosphere later on is is way better than what it would be in the front end. And those are experiences. Those are moments yeah. that you must take in and, and enjoy and, yeah, just yeah. remember with, them. With the PB, you know, just to go back to that briefly, I think you are likely to hurt if you are trying to push your body to the boundaries of what it is capable for. And I think you just got to embrace that, know that it's coming. And like you said, just be able to remember back to all the training that you put in just for that little moment there that you're going through a bad patch. You will come through it. You will get through it. But also, you got to have the right plan and you got to race a smart race. And we all know that that marathon only starts in 30Ks and plus. So make sure that you're saving those legs. And if you feel like, I don't know how I'm going to finish this race, the pace is probably a little bit too hot. Um, to not really go into advice for the guys that are injured and hopeful, because I think if you're injured and hopeful, depending on the injury, you probably shouldn't be taking part in this marathon there's, there's not better time anyone <laughs> i'm not looking at <laughs> davy at all two weeks is plenty of time to train guys <laughs> yeah, davy's just going into heavy training sessions now he's been he's run been straight into the race yeah <laughs> but i think you know we we're in for a really exciting day of racing um you mentioned running berlin obviously that's another major um comparisons between Berlin Marathon and, and Cape Town Marathon in terms of like organization-wise, uh, I mean, obviously different cities, different standards of athletes. And speaking to Dom last week, we, we got to chat about why that is the case. But what are your thoughts if you had to weigh the marathons up, the majors? Yeah, Berlin's too flat for me. <laughs> Living in Durban and running comrades, Berlin was way too flat for me. And uh, yeah, I think the route is, yeah, you can't compare. I mean, Berlin's one of the fastest marathons in the world. Mm. and the land is just not built for hills. Looking at Cape Town, I think they've got the route right this year, and I think that's what's so exciting to see the elites that are lining up. Um, are, it's a positive step in the right direction. I think Cape Town have done a really, really good job to get that route right. Um, you know, there's always going to be complaints, and there's always going to be those uh, people on the couches complaining, and, and I think your training if you've done the right training, uh, the route doesn't really matter. Um, in terms of organizing, again, like I said earlier, besides Cape Town just being a beautiful city to run in, the organizing is incredible. Um, mm. I mean, if I look at it last year, I think the expo whole process probably took me about 15 minutes, and I think 14 That's of that was standing though. in the Adidas um, shop. <laughs> but it's uh, from beginning to end, it's it's just a really pleasant experience. People are really, really um, happy. They you know, they're, they're friendly, they're welcoming, they help you. The process is very, very seamless. Um, it's quick. There's enough people to to help you. And I think on the race day as well, things are really um, well put together. The markings are good. Um, and it's also really good to see that Cape Town have come on board and in terms of sustainability. So there's no plastic sachets um, at the water points. That's fantastic. They'll be using recyclable cups. Oh. <laughs> What's wrong I there? hate the cups. <laughs> You got to cut but them at the top. You got to. You told me. You hold on. Hold on. <laughs> you 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 told me. No, guys, surely not. Have you guys mastered the cup? Yeah, really. Yeah. You, you you're guaranteed to lose half. <laughs> so you just got to know that. But if you cup it and close it, you got the chance at the top. It's uh, a skill. That's harder than the training. That <laughs> yeah, is harder than you the training. You got to practice that I, in the training. I, I, like I love the environment, but I also love a, a plastic sachet of water. Word of advice. I mean, you're, you're going to get in your eyes. So when you have your first sip, just close your eyes. Just but 
Yeah, I mean, the, the cup, is, it is an art, and I think I would rather see those cups on the floor. It's easier to pick up, and from a sustainability point of view, it's way better than seeing those little plastic yeah, packets sure. weeks and months later still flying around the cities. Um, I want to, in, in closing, obviously, when chatting to Kane, he mentioned like how excited he is about having this sort of festival of running descending down into Cape Town with the trail marathon guys and obviously the road guys and all of their peace runs, which I see they're selling out. I think they are sold out, which is awesome. Um, again, allowing for that intro into running, that teaser into running. I mean, you having been to Berlin, you probably took part in their peace runs before the race as well. And it's, it's an incredible, incredible finish there. Absolutely, and, and I think that's what's so important is bringing people together again before the race. Um, we'll be having a shakeout run on, on the Friday night, so everyone is welcome to join us, and communities outside of Adidas runners are also welcome to join us. And that's where you also meet people the day before the run. You yeah. find you actually end up running with them on the day, and you, you meet new friends and you meet new people. And I think that, again, is just an added bonus to what um, Adidas and Adidas runners, and, and thanks to Cape Town Marathon for allowing that. But... It definitely is a festival from the 10K to the trail run to the peace runs to the marathon and sort of ending off with that, I think is, yeah, it's an incredible weekend and nearly every person or every second person you speak to in Durban is going down to around Cape Town. Yeah, so. It's going to be hell of exciting. We got about 40, 50 of our runners going down as well. So we're going to have a strong unit down there and we're just excited to be down there with the community, with the Adidas runners and all the guys that are going to be joining from all over the country. We're very excited. I'm sure as both of you are for, for the Sunlam Cape Town Marathon. And <laughs> it's been awesome to bring, bring this episode and the series to you guys and have you on the episode with us today, Jodes. I think you've just brought a whole other level and depth to what the work that we've been doing. So I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your insights and we wish you all the best for Cape Town. Yeah, guys, thanks so much. And, and like I said, just this average Joe runner, it's, uh, it's been good to be on here and I really appreciate the time. And, and I think what you guys are doing for running um, outside of the training, I think is really, really good and it, it's been a positive impact. Um, David, just don't let the Chiefs bus catch you this year. Oh, my God. Don't even, <laughs> don't even, that. Don't even mention that. Hey. That's, that's literally a <laughs> night. It gives me night sweats. Yeah. <laughs> it caught me as well. Don't worry, bro. It's going to catch you eventually. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Jody. Thanks, gents. Thank you for listening to another episode of Making a Runner. We hope you enjoyed it and found value in the show. Don't forget to rate and leave a review on your favorite streaming platform. And remember to share with your running buddies. Follow our journey on our socials and feel free to engage with us on all things running. We wish you a pleasant run wherever the road or trail may take you. Bye for now.